is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! Welcome back to another episode of the RV. On today's episode, we are headed to the Big Apple to speak with Steffi Katsotti. Steph is an author and has released her debut novel, Hurry Camp. So beautiful, Steph. Welcome to the RV. Thank you so very much for having me and thank you for coming to pick me up. I know you've been doing a lot of traveling this summer. Yes, I'm, I'm super <laughs> excited to be back to New York. <laughs> <laughs> we welcome you. It's, too, it's a little quiet now. We're at the end of the summer. Uh-huh. And Steph, you went to Brooklyn Law School before becoming an author. So what mm-hmm. kind of law did you study? Well, this is probably a, a double-sided answer that I'll give you. But um, when I was in college, I knew I wanted to do something after college in terms of school, uh, whether it was graduate school, business school, or law school. And I couldn't decide what to do. So I went to law school, but I knew pretty early on that I didn't want to be a practicing attorney because my passion was and always will be, I think, writing. And so when I was in law school, I took the classes I would need to pass the bar exam at the end of law school. But while I was there, I found a way to take all the writing classes and all the legal research classes that I could. And I did the best in those. And I said, you know what? I shouldn't be messing with something that uh, you know I'm not good at. Let's focus on things that I am good at. So I went to law school, realized I didn't wanna be a practic- practicing attorney. And so after that, I found a job where I was doing legal research and writing. And from there, I just managed to make my very windy career into consulting and do corporate communications and speech writing. And finally, when um, the time was right, uh, an executive I was working for at Deloitte was about to retire. I said, you know, I have two young kids at home and I'd really love to spend the time raising them and also pursue my passion of writing. And there's no better time than when he retires. So I was so grateful that when that opportunity knocked, I was able to answer the door. And that's how I got to where I was without ever practicing law. Wow, that's so amazing. Actually, I was going to ask you if you are currently working in this field. So it's basically your vocation. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned, however, that you wanted to be an author at eight years old. So yes, how did you first get into writing? I think when I was very little, um, like elementary school age, you have all the different classes and you know you find ones that you like a little more than others and i always gravitated towards the english and the writing classes and 
the teachers that I had were really supportive of my writing and my work. And so I sort of felt like maybe this is something I'm good at. And, you know, I really love doing it so very much. And so I just kept taking more classes that would challenging challenge me. And as I got older, I said, I'm getting really good at the writing thing, but I don't know how I'm going to make a career out of this. I'm not ready to go out on my own and just write somewhere. So I have to do something practical. And so that's how I ended up going into uh, that law school course of study, because I thought that might be a practical avenue to go down. But nothing in life ever works out ex exactly as you planned it. But for me, I always knew I needed to do something that involved writing because I'm so happy when I'm sitting at my computer just creating and writing. I'm happy to write just about anything. I've offered to help with my friends' resumes. I've I've gotten a few people into graduate school, helping them with their essays. So for me, it's like, if I have a gift, I want to be able to use it however I possibly can. And And nowadays, writing a children's book, I feel like it's a really great way to share my passion for words and for connecting with people, especially children. That's so good when we can work with something we really love that's it makes a big difference when you wake up in the morning and you think about what your day is going to look like and for me I know I have to make breakfast for several people but after that I know I have you know a day of writing ahead of me on a on a good day mm -hmm. and Steph sometimes I ask you for some guests uh-huh Curious to know, if you were a superhero, what powers would you have or would you like to have if you could? Oh, my gosh. That's a question. If I had the time to think about it, I probably would come up with a very clever answer. But I think if I had a superpower, it would probably be the gift of having super sight, supervision, mm. to be able to see more things, um, I actually have very bad eyesight. So for me, I actually want to have good eyesight. But on the other side, I'd like to be able to see things even more clearly than I do now. So as a writer, you think about how observant you can be when you look at people, you talk to people and you listen. But to be able to really see and understand, I think that would be a very amazing and useful superpower to have. Yeah, I agree. It would help us as yes. authors to absolutely ideas mm -hmm. and there's just like a whole world that you probably would uncover like you know when you look through a microscope you see something totally different than if you were watching it with your naked eye and yeah. i find that to be quite fascinating mm -hmm. um now you've got me really thinking well what else would i want to have as my superpower <laughs> <laughs> i would love to fly to be able to mm -hmm. fly. but i'm so scared of highs maybe i would have a superpower yeah. that i would not be able to use right you'd have to have like um an ability to also have a safety net maybe built into your flying mm. whatever flying vehicle you were using yeah. <laughs> and uh, Seth your debut novel is called hurry camp mm -hmm. when I was a child my group went to a summer camp we enjoyed it a lot like we enjoyed a lot as we did some mm -hmm. great activities yeah and yeah I'll never forget those moments in my life. Never. Mm -hmm. So can you quickly tell us a little bit about this book? Sure. 
Um, Higher Camp follows 10 and three quarter year old Noodle Newman's topsy-turvy experiences her first time away at sleepaway camp. And the story comically explores the challenges of Noodle becoming more independent, the complicated relationships of preteens and Noodle's road to discovering her inner courage. And since all great stories have plenty of drama, this happens right in the middle of a hurricane. It's a really good book for for kids, um, I think, because the true story behind my book was that I went to sleepaway camp for the first time and I really didn't embrace the sleepaway camp experience. And Mm -hmm. I think part of what drove me to write this book was that I wanted to rewrite history in a way. And if I could relive the experience, I would have found the courage that I, I knew I had, but wasn't able to muster and really make a difference, you know, in growing up and being more independent myself. And it took me to probably be a little bit older to have that ability. But mm-hmm. uh, if I could have gone back in time, I would have given myself that power of courage to, uh, to become more independent and embrace that experience. It's another superpower. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. See, I get, I told you I would find more. <laughs> what is your creative process like? How do you start? Because I usually start with the characters. I actually mm-hmm. draw them and I start from there. So yeah. once once the characters are created, I mm-hmm. start thinking about their personalities, what they are like and what they want, where they live. Yeah, so yeah. from there, the plot starts to develop. So how is your writing process? Um, I think that's a fantastic question because I, I kind of was mapping it out as you were speaking of what do I do? For me, I think I have an idea for a story in my head and then I let that sit for a little while. And, I, and then I think about the characters and who would be in it. And often I find characters from people that I knew from when I was a child or people that I know as adults that I create into a child. And it's actually very funny. I'll never reveal who these people actually are uh, in the actual books that I've written or the hope that I hope will write. Um, and then once I have the characters, I feel like I really need to get to know them. And so the first few versions of my book usually is way too long goes way too deep into the characters because you really need to know who these people are if you're going to Uh share their stories. And then from there, I sort of keep outlining what the plot will be, how to keep the plot moving. And I had for the Camp novel, um, a plot that I rewrote several times, but in the end, I think it was all about how can I drive the action forward and what is just extra. And Mm -hmm. as I was working on the sequel this summer, I have a first draft that I created. It was so much faster writing because I knew what I needed to get done. And I spent a lot less time with the characters because I already knew them so well. So it's it's a really fun, exciting process because you have the chance to weave things in and out and tie them all up together. And that's the goal of writing, right? To, To have everything come out in a great, exciting way. Just It's just so good to create characters actually the main character of your book is 10 years and yeah I think he's a 10 year 10 and three quarters almost 11 but not quite yeah and his name is Nudo Newman and yes how would you describe Nudo's personality well I think the easiest way I would describe her uh, although not everybody knows me uh on your podcast, but she's a better version of me uh, for sure. Maybe as not only as a child, but also as an adult. But I think she's a really kind of funny person, but 
like she doesn't always say the right things or do the right things, but she has a really good heart and she means well. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's very sporty and athletic and, and loves to just do what makes her happy. And, and oftentimes, you know, that leads her to exciting places. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Actually, you have a blog written from her perspective. Yes, I had so much fun creating that. I really, that's one of my favorite things to do is to write um, blogs from her voice because I often take stories from my childhood or my sister's childhood or my children's childhood. And I create stories out of the fun adventures that we all have encountered. And I think a lot of the situations are quite universal. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the specific situation isn't universal, the the end result or the message that comes out of it is. And it's just a, a really fun way to think about things from the perspective of a child with the knowledge of an adult. And I think that's probably why I have so much fun because I feel like I'm this very wise person, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm still learning as I go. So it's, it's actually very educational and informative for me to, to write it because I really have to put myself in a child's shoes. I think more empathy for my children because I, I really view things from their perspective now that I'm a few years away from childhood. Yeah, you said they are nine, yeah, nine and 15. Nine and 12, yes. Uh, nine but and 12. the 12 year old looks like he's 15. And uh, what are their views on sleepaway camp? My older son has been going for a couple of years now, and he was homesick in the beginning, but got over it quicker because he was a little older um, when he started, and now he loves it. And my younger son, he's, he's, uh, he tried it, didn't love it, but I'm hoping he'll try it again. But I also realized that Hurricane Camp was a good story that said, maybe camp's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't for me ultimately, but it's a good experience if you're, if you're open to it. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. And Steph, you're so, so creative. You also have a blog called Matters of Life and Stuff. Yes. Um, This is another, like, I I think so much of why I write is because I feel like I've learned a lot in my, I don't want to say my age, but over 40. um, I've learned a lot over the years. And again, like, just looking back on my childhood experiences, if I were half as aware as I am as as an adult when I was a child, I think, I would have been a, a much better behaved kid for sure. I probably would have done amazing in anything I tried. But um, for me, what I write in my blog is I take an experience from childhood and I reflect on it as an adult. 
And there's always a valuable lesson that comes out of the experience. And again, it's all part of growing and connecting and just sharing experiences that are common in some form or another. And I just, I really just am so passionate about writing and hopefully it'll connect with somebody somewhere. You spread a very good energy. You show that you really are passionate about what you do. Yeah, I thank you for 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 saying so. Um, if there's one thing that I can take away from experiencing, you know, writing as an adult, it's to make the world a better place in some small way. However, I can do it just to spread a message of positivity, of um, sharing with kids that they all have their own unique strengths and you just need to figure out what that what your own superpower is in a way and how to just embrace that and and be the best self that they can be and if i can do that i'll consider myself a success i'm sure you are already successful for sure and are you currently working on anything new that you would like to share with us I think Hardcamp still, I think it's still considered a sort of new book. It came out in the spring. Um, I have my blogs. I have interesting things that I hopefully am sharing on social media. And then soon, as soon as I can have the energy to, to work on editing and moving my second book forward, I hope to share that with the world as well, a little bit faster than it took me to write my first book, which I always joke it took me one childhood plus six years to write it, but hopefully the second book will come out much faster than that. Hopefully. So I can jump in on my RV and go back to New York. Yes. But too cold. That's right. No, I, I don't want to be there when it's cold either. Um, I like the warm weather. So maybe I'll come down to you. I'll be happy to. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So, Steph, is there any message? you would like to share with our listeners? I think if there's something that I learned from writing this book, it's that we all have some strength within us to overcome a challenge or a difficult situation. And if you can find that strength that you have within you when you're faced with this challenge, it's amazing what you can accomplish. And it's often surprising how much you can accomplish when you have that faith in yourself and you believe in yourself. And then when you can share it with others and build them up as well, it's an amazing, amazing power. So that'd be maybe my third superpower that I'd like to have. <laughs> you see, if we stay here more for more 30 minutes, I yes. think five superpowers. That's right. I think we could have another episode dedicated to all the superpowers that you and I would like to have. I'll be happy to have you. <laughs> And where can our listeners find you? I am on social media, uh, Steph Katsovi on Instagram, Steph Katsovi Lit on Facebook. And then you can always visit my website, StephKatsovi.com. And it's Steph with a PH. So Steph was just wonderful, amazing. I'm super happy to have you here today on the RV. Yeah, you are already invited to come back. And of course... Also, I would be happy to visit New York and maybe to have some drinks. That sounds great. We have a date. And I just want to thank you for being such a great, wonderful person 
doing what you do and sharing people's stories on your RV. It's amazing. You're fantastic. And this was such a fun experience. I wish that listeners could see how I smile throughout this whole time. This was fantastic. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet and beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it tremendously. This was so much fun. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.